Welcome to episode 32 of the Midlife Worthy Moms podcast for the Graceful Empty Nester. Have you been asking yourself why this is happening to me? Why am I going through this rough patch with my adult kids? Or why am I going through any type of struggle? If you are asking that question, that's probably good news. It means that you haven't given up. It means that you're not in total denial and placing all the blame on your kids or the other person. It means that you're open to hearing more today as we unravel the why. Are you a mom who's been taken by surprise and finds herself struggling with her adult child? Well, it's time to grab a pen and notebook because I'm about to share some insider information that will help you navigate through this challenging phase. I'm Kim Damon, a mom, a life coach, and an Enneagram coach. I specialize in helping moms of adults in rediscovering the connection with their adult kids. Just imagine mom stepping into a state of drama remission with your adult children. Together, we'll build a life grounded in grace and the peace that comes from truly knowing who you are as a midlife woman and a mom. Make sure you visit my website. The link is provided in the show notes and grab your free course, Thriving in a Divided Family. It's packed with valuable insight. One of my favorite sayings, and I see it all over the internet because I'm pretty sure that they're listening to us is this is not happening to me it's happening for me it's very important for me anyway to understand that sometimes things happen and they happen for a reason they happen by design or they happen to teach me something in life to build character to grow as a human being I understand that not everyone is going to feel the same way. So I want you to know that this is just my perspective, my point of view. It is the way that I choose to face my challenges that I have in my own life. For me, believing that things happen for us instead of to us has a ton of benefits. It creates this positive outlook, like that belief actually fosters a more positive and optimistic outlook on life, helping us focus on the opportunities and the solutions rather than dwelling on the problems. Now, listen, don't get me wrong. I have my moments where I'm not very optimistic, and it takes me sometimes a little while to understand the full picture. I don't generally get it when I'm going through it. I generally see it after it's been said and done. And then I can look back and I can say, oh, I see. I see why that happened. Some people don't have that gift. And other people are more gifted because they can recognize it right away. And they can recognize the fact that it may be happening right that second for a reason, and they're not going to question it. They're just going to pay attention to the lessons that they're learning. Now, that's what I strive for. I sometimes miss that mark, but that's what I strive for. 
is to have that positive outlook. It also creates resilience. Seeing challenges as opportunities, even when it comes to how we are in relationship with our kids, provides the opportunity for growth and learning and understanding other humans and how to relate to them. We bounce back a lot quicker from any setbacks and adversity when we have that positive outlook of this is happening for me. It also provides us with empowerment. Believing that these things happen for a reason can empower us to take control of our lives and encourages us to take a proactive approach to shaping our own destiny, to paying attention to what's going on in our lives and the lessons that we need to learn. It's a very powerful tool. It provides us with motivation, that belief that challenges are a part of a larger plan can serve as motivation to get through them, to figure it out, to understand how to get out of it, to understand how to become a better person, to understand how to become a better mom, a better communicator, to love people more, to have more compassion. It may also inspire you to work towards, you know, your goal to overcome those obstacles with a lot more determination. It gives us the motivation sometimes that we need, kind of that kick in the pants when something is going wrong that we have to solve. When we believe that things happen to us for a reason, it also makes us adaptable, embracing the idea that events in our lives have purpose and can make us more adaptable to any kind of situation, any kind of challenge. And it equips us with the ability to face and navigate through any uncertainty. I believe it also reduces stress. The mindset can potentially reduce your stress levels by helping yourself avoid excessive worry about something that's totally uncontrollable. Now, we understand that some of these things that happen are not necessarily our fault, or maybe they're partly our fault, or maybe they're all of our fault. But we can reduce the stress when we understand that these are happening for our benefit. It encourages us to focus on what can be controlled in the moment. And of course, reducing that stress improves our overall mental health. The belief that this meaningful life and all of the events, all the struggles that come with it, contribute to improving our overall well-being. It can reduce these feelings of being helpless and It can increase our sense of purpose. It also enhances relationships. Individuals who believe that things happen for a reason may approach interpersonal relationships with more understanding and more compassion. This fosters a positive connection with your kids. When you can understand that they're just having a bad day, 
then you're willing to let go of some of the insignificant hurts that may be going on. You can look the other way sometimes. Now, I'm not saying you should do that every time because I don't believe that. But there's some times where we can just have compassion that somebody else, whether it be our kids or our spouse or just a friend or a coworker, is going through something pretty difficult and they might be taking it out on us. It produces gratitude. This perspective can lead to greater appreciation for your own life experiences, both positive and negative. It encourages you to find value in each situation. And I also believe that it increases your ability to have that spiritual growth, if that's important to you. This belief aligns with spiritual and philosophical perspectives, either or. It provides the framework for personal growth and a deeper understanding of life's purpose. Like I said in the beginning, I know that there are a lot of people out there who don't agree with me, and that's okay. I'd just like you to be open to a different point of view. There are some people out there that believe that suffering of any kind builds character, and there are other people that believe that that is just a myth. So I'm just going to share with you what my life experience has been like with this. And first, to understand this, I want to share something with you. It's Romans 5, 3 through 5. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings, because we know that suffering produces perseverance, and perseverance character, and character hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Now, there are many places in the Bible that I have read about suffering producing perseverance. This is just happens to be one of my favorites. Now, Would I purposely go out and make people suffer so that they could learn perseverance? No, I would not. Do I think that I made a lot of mistakes in my lifetime that I wish I could go back and correct? Yeah, I I actually do. I believe I caused suffering and I believe that I suffered myself. This is normal. This is normal and it does build perseverance. And that perseverance does build character, and that character does build hope. When we take something that we have suffered with, whether it be currently in a situation where we're suffering, suffering with our kids, suffering with our mental health, suffering with a job, suffering in a marriage, when we take that and we start building upon it by doing things, taking action, taking the steps necessary to resolve the problem, then we build character. And that character gives us hope that we can have a relationship with our kids, that we can love people and have compassion for them. 
Now, again, it's all in context. I wouldn't want anyone to go out and purposely cause another person to suffer in order to teach them a lesson. I think that that is the myth itself. Now, going back in my lifetime, I've taken a look at several areas of my life and I've asked myself, what if this didn't happen? And there's so many things that I could think that I regret or I wish I could change. But I've actually answered that question. I've asked myself, what if you could go back and change the way that you did this? Change the way that you handled this. Change this relationship. Maybe walked away from a relationship or entered a relationship that you think would have been better. Well, number one, I wouldn't be the person that I am today. I might not even have the children that I have had I had done that. I might not have taught them some of the work ethics and the the character that I taught my own children if I hadn't had made some of those mistakes. The thing is, is all we have to do is just acknowledge it. You know, maybe it would have been great if I could have been a stay-at-home mom, but I really didn't have that option. And because I wasn't a stay-at-home mom, my kids developed this crazy work ethic because they saw their mother with the work ethics. I was talking to my husband the other day, and he was telling me about years and years ago, he had a job interview, a job that he really wanted, and he didn't get it. And that job would have taken him in a totally different direction. And I would have never met him. And can you imagine just wiping out 20 years, 20 plus years of your life? Because someone took a job or someone made another decision. Things happened for us. We're sent on the path that we were meant to be. We all have lessons. We all have lessons that we need to learn in life. And suffering is part of it. We have to become resilient to suffering. We have to stop asking ourselves, Why is this happening to me? Instead, ask, why is this happening for me? What is the lesson that I need to learn? Who are the people that I need to love? What is the character in myself that I need to build? What can I lean my hope into? We get to answer all of those questions. So if you have regrets, go back and ask yourself, what if I hadn't done this? What would my life be like now? Maybe you think it would be better, but what lessons did you learn along the way? What kind of character did it build inside of you? Before I let you go today, I just want to tell you that having That phrase in my mind and repeating that over and over again just makes me feel better. So if it does nothing but makes me feel like, yeah, I have some control over my life and that things do happen for a reason. And in my life, they definitely happen for a reason. I wouldn't be here talking to you today if I had not 
gone through some sort of pain and suffering with my own kids. So just turning that around instead of asking yourself, why is this happening to me? Start asking yourself, why is this happening for me? If you're enjoying this podcast and finding value in our discussions, I'd love to hear from you. Take a moment to leave a review on the podcast platform of your choice. Your feedback is incredibly valuable and it helps other worthy moms just like us discover this podcast. Additionally, if you know another mom that could benefit from our conversations, please share this podcast with her. Together we can create a supportive community of worthy moms. Join me next week for another empowering episode on the Midlife Worthy Moms podcast.